All right, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Freedom Ring. I'm Max Ludo, and that is Brother James. What's up? It is Wednesday, February the 15th. Hopefully everyone had a uh, good Valentine's Day. You didn't send me no flowers or anything. I'm a little offended. I took my wife out to Mexican. Well, what about me? Am I just chopped liver now? I don't love you that much. James! <laughs> James! What happened to us? James! <laughs> On a squirrel note, You've changed. <laughs> on a squirrel side note, I, I saw something on social media and this guy, shot, I mean, just got this girl a bunch of roses and this big teddy bear and chocolates and strawberries and she starts going off on him using some uh, pretty explicit language. And he's like, what's your, what, nobody else is like getting Valentine's presents like this. And she said, you didn't give me any money. <laughs> So she didn't care about everything else. It was no, she wanted money. Just, just the cash. Yeah, cash is king. Uh, all right. So on today's show, there's a lot going on in the world right now. It is so sadistic out there. Environmentalists' lies and hypocrisy are on full display in mm. in Ohio. Yeah. And if you're not seeing this, and you're still thinking they really care about going green, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, please They're remove your head. Um, the CDC won't budge, though ir uh, irrefutable evidence and a new study proves them wrong. And then you've got Joe Biden continuing to live on another planet. Greatest president ever. Yeah. Behind uh, Barack Obama. What is it, 84 million people voted and yet he can't fill a dining room? <laughs> That's insane. Search the, uh, search the Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, and Stitcher. Give us a like and share. Yeah, share. We're we, broadcast. Regardless of what platform you get the show from, yep. give us a like and a share. Please, please, please. Yes, that's pathetic by or, uh, begging. Uh, search also The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. We've got links to all the stories that we cover and more. Uh, links to our latest videos as well. The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And then drop us an email at freedomringshow at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email, good, bad, or ugly. We want to hear from you. Do you like Brother James? Do you not like Brother James? I don't like Brother James. Do you do you <laughs> like the stories we cover? Do you disagree with our angles? Yeah, is there uh, something we're missing? Let us know. Yeah, we'll cover it all. Love to hear from you. We've got thick skin. We're not yeah. worried about it. Uh, today's moment of faith, we wanted to start the show with uh, talking about unity which is on um, full display at revivals around the country right now, most notably Asbury University, just down the road from us in Asbury, Kentucky. Yeah. A, uh, a lightly attended church service has lasted for over a week, and now it's at full capacity. It started off a week ago today, last Wednesday. Somewhere between 25 and 27 people were there, and as one or two people funneled out, five more funneled in. As two or four people funneled out, 10 to 20 more funneled in. Now it's at full capacity with people waiting. It's 1,500 inside and hundreds outside trying to get in. People driving in from all over the country, definitely from all over the Midwest region, trying to get in. In fact, we have a mutual acquaintance that was just down there two days ago, and she said she was blown away. Wow. Um, yeah, I actually have a friend that's actually there right now, and he, he uh, screenshot the... Um how they're setting up the services, and it is a college, so they restrict it, uh, I believe, in the mornings for 25 and under, and then all-night prayer is for the students 25 and under, and then the rest of the day, it's, you know, they kind of have, um, you know, a, a set schedule, so it's not 
So, uh, you know, in order. Everything's done decently and in order. How cool is that? That the, the generation that we're most concerned with, usually any college generation, is usually when people are learning the, leaning the most left. Yeah. Suddenly it's a, the university crowd. What does this say to society or for society when we're being spoon-fed all this left, left-leaning left agenda on television and now we're hearing uh, college students are actually leaning into God and it's representing the polar opposite. A, it makes me feel good. Uh, a little bit more hopeful for the future of our country. Because it's this younger generation isn't as bought in and woke as, we, we, as we're being fed on the, on the media. Um, I don't know. I think it, it, it speaks, speaks volumes for where we truly are. As opposed to what is being spoon-fed on, on television and radio. Yeah, I believe that there, there are young people out there that are, are hungry for God. And the younger folks that aren't saved or don't necessarily know Jesus are looking for something different. Because they're getting, they're getting this, if you think about it, you're getting the same thing on TV as you are on social media, as you are in music. It's, it's. All the same, over and over, and garbage. Yeah, and they're looking for something different. And that speak uh, that speaks right into uh, the Grammy Awards and all the award ceremonies, uh, all the award shows, whether it's movie, television, or music. No one's watching anymore. Yeah, and not and what the crazy, audiences are like. What's crazy is that these elitists think that everyone is so drawn to Satan. You know, like oh, Satan's so cool, like. I would say a majority of people don't really dig on Satan. No, no, <laughs> no. I could be wrong, but I, I'm just, I mean, no, I don't I, know the data or statistics of it, but. I think you're speaking for the masses, and I just think that the minority, the twisted, the evil ones, are just louder. Yeah. I've said this for a long time now, that the extreme liberals are just louder. They're, they don't represent, how many people do you honestly know in your own personal life that lean that extreme. I don't know too many. Zero. I, I know a few that you know share those views, but they're, yeah, they're not they're not hardcore like that, and they're more center, if anything. Yeah, <coughs> I, I almost went off on a tangent there, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, so I, this is I, this kind of ties well, in with that. That was hard to twist his arm. <laughs> <laughs> this this ties in with it, but you think of the I, and it's not a brand new saying, you know, the go woke, go broke. But think of how cancel culture came in, and what did they cancel? Think about this. Aunt Jemima, uh, Cream of Wheat, Uncle Ben's Rice, uh, the Chiquita Lady, Land of Lakes, Washington Redskins, Cleveland Indians, okay? They got rid of all these, uh, you know, whenever you think about that product, you, you put that image to it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what they... <laughs> This is the funny thing is they don't realize that they wiped out all, you know, the, the, the black and the Native American icons with these foods and, and other products and, and teams. Well, guess which ones are left standing? Chef Boyardee. What's he? White. Captain Crunch. White. Pillsbury Doughboy. Pillsbury Doughboy. White. Quaker Oats. The Michelin white. Man. Yeah, good job. Uh, leftist, she successfully made everything more white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good call. Uh, so getting back to unity, Psalm 133, verse 1 and 2. How good and pleasant uh, pleasant it is for between, uh, for brethren, my bad, I get rid of these classes, to dwell together in unity. It's like the oil that's poured on the head of Aaron 
that runs down his beard and down his garments. God commands his blessings on people that are unified. And I think we are being unified. We're already unified, but it's becoming more apparent as the days goes on, as the days go on. Uh, Jesus once said, I'm going to the Father, but you have to go wait and tarry. You have to pull together in unity, and when you do that, then the Holy Spirit is going to show up. And I think the Holy Spirit is showing up as we speak. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the uh, what's all the revivals going around uh, in this country right now. You, you Being a part of... Um, being saved for the past eight years, I've, I've been in many services, and they're, you know, they're crying out, you know, Lord, send revival. Well, here it is, and, you know, it's it's going across the country right now, and some of these same people will be sitting in their house or in their little churches crying out for revival. It's like, you know, be a part of revival. <laughs> mm-hmm. Revival's on the inside of us. We bring revival. The Bible says that we are to bring heaven down onto earth. So it's our job. God always works through people. And uh, uh, just hitting on the unity, think about that. These college kids come together and they're in unity and God's smiling down on it. And now he's pouring out his spirit on that college right now. What, what a wonderful thing. That's awesome. And, and look, at, look at it. A couple summers ago, we had groups of the same size that were nowhere near as peaceful. And it, I believe all, all that evil was staged. Uh, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. going to go rehash everything, but similar-sized crowds came together, and we, they, they were trying to sell the notion that we couldn't get together anymore and create division and create fear. And that's that's the sign of the devil. We've got it right now down in um, Asbury right now, and kudos to all those. And you're, you're going tomorrow? Saturday. Saturday. Um, yeah, I got to work Saturday. So anyway, wish I could go there with you. And uh, obviously there's still headlines in the news where things are, um, there's some people in our society that are nowhere close to joining us in unity. Uh, they're not even joining us in addressing the things that they're causing, in my belief. Mm. Last night on Fox, uh, Jesse Waters pointed out that just a year ago, we had a national emergency over monkeypox, but not for what's happening in Ohio right now. Man. <laughs> Which is like a miniature Chernobyl. Yeah, uh, two, it is. Two years ago, you couldn't leave your house without a mask on, but Ohio, with all these toxins being burnt up into the, uh, up into the sky... And uh, thank you. And uh, pouring into the ground and into the water and uh, estimated to be a million pounds of vinyl chloride, right. which is used to make plastics or whatever. It's in a lot of plastics, but it adheres to the moisture in the air. It's a, yeah. When it's burned, it becomes it, it it is becomes gaseous and it's unstable and it latches on the water vapor. I'm not a chemist, by the way. I had to do a little research today, but potentially causing Acid rain, um, but still, it's so it's burned off into the atmosphere. You got a million, maybe uh, close to a million pounds of this stuff contaminating the ground. Um, and I'm not sure how legit we were talking about this earlier. I'm not sure how legit it is, but you have people. Eight, there's a guy I watched, he's eight miles away, and he has one of those parts per million air detectors or whatever. And he's eight miles away, and his little thing's just 
alarm blowing up on it because of uh, the the rate is just through the roof. Mm-hmm. So, and and they don't want to talk about that. No. What, now, why wouldn't they want to talk about? It? Because Norfolk Southern is saying, "Hey, we got this under control," and major news outlets, the the media we know will just go off what they're saying, right? Because they're all in in it together they're to make money. Bad. So, yeah. oh no, don't look what's going on over here, you know. What about those uh, UFOs or you know the satellites yeah, we're shooting the down? balloons? Yeah, let's let's go look at that again. Right. So uh, you know where are all the people taking consideration what James just said and all the pollutants and stuff? Where are all the people who constantly talk about the environment and climate change? Where is Al Gore? Where's John Kerry? Where's Bill Gates? Is always worried about the environment and what yeah. you're doing. Major environmental disaster. Where are all the screaming, you know, savior, this and that? I read this, and I have to hand it to people like Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al. Whenever there's a racist thing going on, boom, they're on site within seconds, right? And they're usually, you know, fueling the fire. Yeah, the race police. Right. But these guys are nowhere to be found (laughs) at all. So if it's such a, a, a horrific... If they're so passionate about this horrific thing called climate change, uh, hey guys, where are you? Yeah, we don't see you. Uh, Biden never shuts up about trains, and he told us he was <laughs> he was going to cure cancer when he was running. And now you've got a train that runs off the tracks. They light it on fire, and it's probably going to give everyone cancer. Causes cancer. <laughs> and the president called. He doesn't say a thing about it. I don't think he's even addressed it yet. Um, they have the whole Ohio River contaminated. These chemicals are flowing downstream to West Virginia, and we haven't declared a national emergency yet. We declared a national emergency over monkeypox, and there's no national uh, emergency here. Biden was too scared of letting a single piece of debris from a balloon fall in Montana. Right. But he's okay with cancerous chemicals in your rivers. Yeah, let's set them on fire to take care of it, too. That's a great idea. When? You've got dead fish, you've got dead animals, you've got yeah. dead farm animals. I've, I've seen a lot of those videos of people going down <coughs> rivers and creeks, you know, offshoots of the river, and they're saying it's just full of dead fish. But we're more concerned with uh, falling pieces of balloon. Yeah. <laughs> These are the worst criminals ever, man. They suck. You can't write this. I, if you were to make a movie about what's going on right now throughout the Biden administration... Someone would look at you and say, dude, no one's right. going to believe yeah, this. this is a little extreme. So, uh, yeah, little uh, little hypocrisy being displayed in Major Ohio. Major hypocrisy. They're all, man. I... In a uh, late January Cochrane study um, that was released, uh, one of the largest and most comprehensive studies on masking that found masks do almost nothing to prevent the spread of respiratory hmm. diseases. Go figure. Yeah, that, that was common sense to a lot of us as soon as COVID broke, but... Uh, this this works just as good as right, right. Oh, oh. But <laughs> Let me cover my mouth. But only when you're standing and walking to your table, but once you're sitting there and you're ordering, you can take it off and you got nothing to worry about. Because yeah. this, is, this is the most considerate disease ever. Yeah. It won't bother you yeah. while you're sitting. And, and as long as you're six feet apart, like I, I've seen this, there's, you know, people lined up at the ATMs and there's three ATMs next to each other. Everyone's six feet apart, right? But left to right, they're, they're you know, one to two feet apart. So COVID <laughs> only moves forwards and backwards, not, you know, west east. Oh, yeah. I don't exist this way. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> oh my God. COVID has rules. And there's still people 
I refuse. Do I just call him naive, or do I, we call him stupid? At I, this point? I I picked up a side job because uh, I wanted the kids to have like a super awesome Christmas, and it was in a restaurant, and there were waitresses that worked there that were still wearing masks, and I'm like, are are you all right? Is everything okay? Oh no, I I don't you know I don't want to get the coronavirus. It's like, what do you think? Inhaling and exhaling your breath is doing like that that little napkin or that little piece of cloth, and it wasn't Basically. even like a surgical mask. Right. It was you know they bought them off the internet and had like the little rainbows or <laughs> Democrat. <laughs> I don't know what was it, but what I'm trying to get at is there. It's it's stupid now. I mean it's laughable. It's like are you are you kidding me? See, I've always hated the word stupid. And I read because some people just don't know what they don't know. Doesn't mean that they're stupid, right? But we, I'm not calling people stupid, but, but I'm calling people. I might justify they do you doing stupid things. <laughs> I might be able to justify you doing it because we've been Maybe in I, this you know, so long, and you've got access to so much material. Yeah. Are you stupid? Some are people, they stupid? Some people. What are they? What's the saying? Ignorance is bliss. Some people want to remain ignorant. And just keep on coasting down to the old hell highway. Yep, driving down the highway mm. in the car by themselves with a mask on. <laughs> Some of them are on motorcycles, man. Oh my gosh, dude. I, if you ever see that, please take a picture and send it to me. That, that'd be great. Uh, the Washington Free Beacon reported the study reviewed 78 randomized control trials. Experiments that have been long considered the gold standard for medicine, which assessed the effectiveness of face masks against flu... COVID-19, and similar illnesses. It found that wearing masks probably makes little or no difference to the general public, for the general public, no matter what kind of mask is used. Hmm. Even the N95 masks, considered to be the most effective at filtering airborne particles, showed no clear benefit for healthcare workers. Wow. So, uh, Tuesday, just yesterday, Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers confronted CDC Director Rochelle Walensky and asked if the CDC will revise its guidance on masking in schools now that the Cochrane Review found that the masks are, wor are worthless. And she refuted the uh, international study. Of course. <laughs> responded, quote, our guidance for school-based masking is related to our COVID-19 community levels. Masking kids. Unfortunately, yeah, child abuse. Yeah, unfortunately, we're in a place now in this country where most of our country is green or yellow. How low to moderate transmission communicable, communicable levels? And in those communities, we don't recommend masking. We recommend it for high-level communities. Our masking guidance doesn't really change with time. It changes with the disease. Oh, my gosh. You know what? The funny thing is, today at work, I was cleaning these... Um, uh, concrete uh, industrial vacuums that suck up uh, it's called silica which is like ground up concrete dust right mm -hmm. and it's not good for you to breathe in right while I'm outside I got you know the wind at my is blowing at my back this way and I'm knocking out and this guy's like hey man that's not safe you know silica OSHA blah 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 I'm like sure man <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> so that's a joke. They, they wanted me to put a mask on and the thing is, is like, okay, so maybe silica is bad for you, whatever. I didn't want to put on a mask for the simple fact that in my head I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm a liberal. Right. <laughs> so you I, put, I love Biden on the mask yeah. and everything. 
Gave it to my boss. He gets a laugh out of it. So you would rather inhale? I would rather inhale look like poisonous silica that is detrimental to the health of my lungs than wear a freaking mask. That's awesome. Remember that. Uh, the CDC is the only national and international organization that demands masking of two-year-old children. Believe it or not, go global. The CDC is the only one still doing it. That's that's evil. Two-year-old kid. Two-year-old kid. It's not health. I mean, there is there's studies proving that masking children is not good for their health. My God. That's common sense. So staying on the uh, COVID uh, COVID related. Uh, Story last week in uh, Quebec, Canada. 17 year old boy. I, I, are we into the hundreds or the thousands now? Probably the thousands. 17 year old football player named William Cabrera died reportedly following a cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. He was a student at the Cure Antoine Lebel High School. Very good job. Thank you. Is that French? Yeah, it sounds like Francais. Francois. Uh, Francois. There you go. <laughs> I, butchered it. I butchered it within a second. Love it. Uh, the official cause. Of uh, cardiac arrest, uh, cardiac arrest activity, and subsequent death is um, unknown at this time. I was gonna say unknown, but I felt like an idiot for saying a full that. autopsy is yet to be performed. I feel like um, still no, no one putting two and two together. I just posted something. Healthy young people, and you know, about to step into their prime, if not in their prime, dying. Left and right, yeah. You never saw this before. This is, yeah. You know, it, it, the, the, the uptick's been in the last two years. What changed in the last two years? The administration of these. Yeah, I would love to see that End graph. I, I'm, I'm a graphs and charts. I like to see graphs and charts. I would love to see that. I, I bet you, astronomically, if that's a word, deaths have increased because of this. Did you see this? I posted on my... Uh, Facebook page. What'd you post? Let me pull it up here. I still had a guy that uh, the the sample wasn't big enough. So I want to see what you had for lunch. Is that what you posted? COVID nineteen hospitalizations. There's fifty eight of them, and of the fifty eight, thirty four percent are unvaccinated. Sixty six percent are vaccinated. Hmm. Okay, this is according to UK Healthcare. Uh, eight ICU patients. Twelve percent. Unvaccinated, which is one, 88% are vaccinated, which is the rest of them. Uh, and let's see, fewer than five patients on ventilators, 0% unvaccinated, 100% vaccinated. So, I mean, I know that's a small piece of data for, you know, the whole whatever, the whole country and all that. But if I was just to hear that piece of data, would you say that you're more likely to be healthy than not by not taking the vaccination, by not taking me. the jab, by That's not taking sense. a booster? I mean, hey. <laughs> See, my wife and I didn't become uh, educated and form our opinion within the last two years of uh, two and a half, almost three years now of COVID. <clears throat> we were dealing with our daughter's food allergies, which got into everything else that she was allergic to, which is all the the uh, the uh, preservatives in not only food but in actual vaccinations. Mm-hmm. She's 16 years old now, so we've got 60 at the time 14 years of personal research and dealing with with doctors and all this type of stuff. So 
when COVID showed its ugly head and we already knew what was in these vaccines, we already knew what our decision was going to be based on the previous 14 years. Yeah. We didn't just rely on this little uh, guy from Brooklyn that was all over the television all of a sudden and basing it on what he was spoon feeding us. What, what's crazy? But every, everyone else in our life, most of the people in our life, became experts because of what this little dude from Brooklyn said. Hey, even with our first our firstborn son, uh, Jesse, I mean, we didn't want all those, va- when they were born, they were like, hey, they, they're going to get this vaccine, and my wife did all the research, she's like, no, I, I don't want them to get this, that, and the other, and it's cool, because our uh, doctor who delivered all our kids is a Christian, and um, actually goes to our church, he delivered all our kids, but I mean, he was right on board with that, like, yeah, sure, man, I mean, we didn't get all the vaccinations that he was okay with, got. he was great with it, man, you know? Kids are doing great. (laughs) I was like my Catholic priest when I went and I, you know, I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown when my former employer said either get the jab or we don't re-up your contract. And I went to my doctor. Of course, he was no help. Is this the hill you want to die on? That's what he said. And then my Catholic priest said, well, you know, if it's for making a living, I was like, hold on. So Jesus is okay with me putting this poison in my temple if it's meant for a paycheck. Wow. You're you're willing to twist the Bible like you, that? You pose that question to him? Yes. Beautiful. I like it. And he said, well, you, you've got, well done, you've got to pick a lane. Is it is it going to be your livelihood or is it going to be this issue? He didn't say life or death. No one was of any help. No one. My Catholic priest, and that's why I walked away. That's one of the reasons I walked away. Yeah. There's plenty of reasons. But uh, John Foster, speaking of the 17-year-old football player dying, dying suddenly, says, Soon the only way these parents are going to be able to partially make up for their ignorance and abuse will be to put heart monitors on their vaxxed children before bed each night and have a defibrillator equipment on constant standby. But the horrifying question remains, will these kids ever be out of the woods, or is their fate inevitable? Wow. Continued prayers to everybody yeah. that is still on board with it or um, or has already gotten it and you're, you're, you're feeling nervous, you're realizing the scam that was pulled on you. This isn't us coming down on you at all. Continued prayers. We hope to God none of it happens to anybody. But you just have to go forward yeah. knowing that it is. If you got the vaccination and, you're uns- and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it would be a great time. To ask Christ into your heart and to be the savior of your life and get your butt planted in a good church. And if you are saved and you got the vaccination, I would just, hey God, forgive me for for taking that, you know, because for me personally, my faith was I don't have to get vaccinated for any of that garbage because I have the blood of Jesus applied to my life. I live by faith. I I don't have to worry about none of that stuff. But if you are saved and you got vaccinated... Man, just ask God for forgiveness and 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 thank and ask Him to heal your body. Then thank Him for healing your body. And from this day forward, after you say that prayer, thank God that you don't ever have to worry about any repercussions or side effects from that garbage. Exactly. And amen. That's, amen. <laughs> that's why you're a part of the show, my man. Um, and then you got Joe Biden. <laughs> well, we can wrap up on a comedic note. Right. Um, according to the consumer price, you know, Joe Biden is claiming 
food prices are coming down. Have you been to a grocery store in the last 10 we minutes? We need to add a buzzer to this show that's like wrong or something. You know what I mean? Like wrong. <clears throat> Joe Biden claims food prices are coming down after inflation report shows prices are rising. Yeah, they are. In January. According to the Consumer Price Index reporting just released yesterday. Um, the price of food at home jumped 0.5% compared with December. Over the past 12 months, grocery prices have gone up 10.1%. So what reality is this guy living in? Another one. He's been living off a uh, off, uh, off the country's dime since at least the early 70s. This dude has not lived in the real world forever. Mentally, he's really not living in the real world right now. <laughs> right. But uh, you got 10, 10.1%. The numbers reflecting the month of January show. That's just according to January. Many common grocery items dramatically increased in price include eggs. Obviously, they're up 70%. Yep. But they're coming down. No. Uh, as he shakes hands with nobody. Uh, <laughs> cereals are up 15.6%, and coffee is up 12.6%. And he's obviously just in You know, common staple foods and, and, you know, products that everyday Americans are buying are costing more money. I, I was watching something. I, it was a press conference. And, you know, a, a reporter asked Biden, hey, basically, what do you have to say for yourself about inflation? And his, his remark was, I'm paraphrasing here, if I remember, he said, oh, it's not my fault. It was like this when I got here. Jobs were in the gutter. The economy was in the gutter. Inflation was already sky high. I'm just trying to deal with it. This is Biden? And, yeah, and then ended the press conference, and of course, you know, returned to the side. Nobody's there. Oh, yeah, and then, right. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't blame it on Putin, because he, he blamed... Uh, That's the leader of our country, though. I, I, I think, I, I hate to use a sports analogy here, but like if you look at any decent, uh, let's use like... Uh, I don't know, a hockey team or a football team. We'll do football. So at the at the end of the game, the team lost, and they're interviewing the quarterback. How many times do you see the quarterback go, you know what, this guy really sucked, and he did this, and he did that. A good leader takes responsibility for the team. Mm -hmm. A good leader would take some sort of responsibility, and here he is saying, oh, no, 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 it was like that when I got here, and it's, you know, I'm just trying to deal with it. Right. It's a sociopath, I, by definition. Zero leadership skills. Wouldn't, I think it's his fault. I wouldn't follow that dude nowhere. No. <laughs> um, a guy named Richard online said, if a really stupid, he, he actually quoted George Carlin, if a really stupid person becomes senile, how can you tell? <laughs> I miss George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, he, he had all this totally foretold. going against the grain. He had this foretold thirty years yeah. ago, man. Um, I yeah, guess we could technically wrap up. Uh, I want to send our condolences out to the family and loved ones of the three victims of the Michigan State University shooting. Um, the three students who were killed in a shooting on campus uh, Monday evening: Alexandria Werner, she was a junior from Clawson, Michigan; Ariel Anderson, a sophomore from the Detroit suburb of Gross Point; and Bryant Frazier, also a sophomore from Gross Point. Our condolence is going to their family, but I do want to acknowledge that every time something horrific happens, am I the only one that, I don't think I am, um, there's a gun shooting at a school. Now here, it's at a university. Um, I know people would like to not think that our government is so sick and twisted to stage um, 
gun shootings that we know are going to result. This is just me talking. I have no proof of this. I just noticed that whenever something bad like the Ohio uh, trains, you know, the, the, the derailment of the trains and all the toxic stuff going up into the air, that this administration has yet to address, whenever something like that happens, or they're trying to cover something else up that's just as dangerous, suddenly we have a gun shooting. And if you think for a minute that any government on planet Earth wouldn't be so sadistic as to not uh, put together an event like this to where innocent lives are lost, I think you're extremely naive. Yeah. This, this place right now is as evil as it's ever been. Um, these are times that most people can't relate to because we only read about these times. Whether it's, uh, you know, Adolf Hitler's era, or we're going back to the Roman Empire, or whatever. Every, every, every century and every decade has its evil times. This is ours, and it's off the chain right now. And um, I'll say this about guns. It's, it's sick and sad, but it's sure in my eyes, this is just for me. It's very coincidental that this happened yet again while something... As pathetic as the uh, the derailment happened. Go ahead. And, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say this about guns. I'm definitely a pro gun guy. If you didn't know, I love guns. Think they're great, great defensive tool. And they were put in to the Constitution to protect ourselves from government threat. You know what I mean? A tyrannical government. So yes, guns are good. And I'll tell you, these gun-free zones at schools, and, and you, a lot of people might disagree with this, Gun-free zones are the dumbest things ever. Why would you keep guns? So basically, if I'm a criminal and I see gun-free zone, guess what in my head? Ding, I'm like, well, I'm the only one packing in here. No, you know what I mean? let's, let's go get them, right? How often does a criminal go into a cop shop? A gun, a gun, uh, a, a shooting range. They yeah. don't, because right. there's tons of guns that can so come back. So if, if you would get rid of all these, you know, in schools... Stop making them gun-free zones and start training people to handle firearms. I'm telling you, these people would think twice about stepping foot in, on one of these campuses because if they, they would have, it would cross their mind. Man, if I go in here, I'm probably going to get gunned down real quick. Right. Gun-free zones, stupid. And it's common sense, too, man. I mean, wherever you've got people that shoot back, the crime rate is down. Yeah. It, I mean... You know, criminals they, they aren't say, stupid. And criminal people, criminals are going to get a hold of guns and misuse them how, however you want to phrase it or frame it, whatever. Or a knife or a tire but, iron or But a that doesn't ruin it for the rest of us who are responsible with our firearms, who teach our kids what guns are and what they're capable of, you know. I, I believe there's a lot of education that goes along with it, but, you know, that doesn't... Just because, hey, if I take a... If I'm... If I'm wasted, I don't drink, but if I got wasted and I get in my Range Rover and plow through a bunch of people, do we start taking cars away from people? Oh, I just killed a bunch of people with a car. Yeah, oh, well, cars are bad. No, it's yeah, we got to outlaw cars now. Operator error. Or just operator. <laughs> right. It's not even an error. It's just operator at yeah. that point. All right, pray us out, man. Well, um... As we said earlier in the show, we, we would love for you to reach out to us. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, let us know how we're doing. If there's something you like, don't like, or something that you'd like for us to talk about on the show, we'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And uh, 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another wonderful day that you've given us. I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over me and my brother Matt and all our listeners. I thank you that if anyone is feeling some type of way about a vaccination that they took, I, I just thank you right now for covering them with the blood of Jesus. And I just say that all of those side effects or anything that would happen from them taking that vaccine is null and void in their body right now in the name of Jesus. And I command it just to be done in their body. We thank you for the show growing. We thank you for more subscribers. And we don't say that in vain, but we just want to get the message out there. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, again, search the Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, Brighteon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, and Stitcher. Give us a like and a share. Uh, search The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook, The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And as he just mentioned, drop us an email, freedomringshow at gmail.com. I'm Max Ludo. That's Brother James. Adios. This is The Freedom Ring. Later on.